Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of terbinafine found under the microbiology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A five-year-old boy is brought to the pediatrician for evaluation of hair loss. His mother reports that this has been going on for a week, and her son continues to scratch the areas of baldness. His uncle has alopecia areata, and his mother is worried that the patient has the same disease. Physical exam reveals patches of alopecia with scale and erythema. A potassium hydroxide preparation shows fungal hyphae. He is prescribed an oral medication as a topical formulation of this drug will not penetrate into the hair follicles. This is the case of tinea capitis treated with terbinafine. Terbinafine can be topical or systemic. It works by inhibiting fungal squalene epoxidase. This inhibits biosynthesis of lanosterol, a precursor to ergosterol, which is a key component of the cell membrane. It is cleared via hepatic metabolism. It is clinically used in the cases of dermatophyte infections, onychomycosis, paracoccidiomycosis, and seborrheic dermatitis. Adverse effects include hepatotoxicity, it is contraindicated in liver disease, also taste disturbance, and GI upset. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to terbinafine, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 75-year-old man presents to his physician after his daughter was concerned that his toenails have become discolored. On physical examination, the nail plate of the great toe on both of his feet are yellow-brown, thickened, and appear both fragile and cracked. A fungal culture is obtained and confirms a dermatophyte infection. The patient is prescribed a topical medication that inhibits the fungal enzyme squalene epoxidase. Which of the following is a potential adverse effect of this medication? And the answer choices are choice 1, bone marrow suppression, choice 2, disulfiram-like reaction, choice 3, hepatotoxicity, choice 4, nephrotoxicity, choice 5, testosterone synthesis inhibition. The correct answer is choice 3, hepatotoxicity. This patient with a dermatophyte infection of the toenails has been prescribed topical terbinafine, which can have the adverse effect of hepatotoxicity. Terbinafine is an antifungal medication that works by inhibiting the fungal enzyme squalene epoxidase, which inhibits biosynthesis of lanosterol, a precursor to ergosterol, a key component of the fungal cell membrane. Terbinafine, which can be prescribed in either topical or systemic form, is used to treat dermatophyte infections, especially onychomycosis, a fungal infection of the nails, and seborrheic dermatitis. The drug is metabolized extensively in the liver and can cause hepatotoxicity. Other adverse effects of terbinafine include taste disturbance and GI upset. Let's also discuss why the other answer choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Bone marrow suppression is an adverse effect of flucytosine, which is used to treat systemic fungal infections in combination with amphotericin B. Flucytosine works by inhibiting DNA and RNA biosynthesis. Choice 2. Disulfiram-like reaction is an adverse effect of amphotericin B, which is used for serious systemic mycoses and works by binding ergosterol and forming membrane pores in the cell wall. Choice 4. Nephrotoxicity is another adverse effect of amphotericin B. Choice 5. 
Testosterone synthesis inhibition is an adverse effect of azoles, which work by inhibiting ergosterol synthesis via inhibition of the cytochrome P450 enzyme that converts lanosterol to ergosterol. Finally, a bullet summary. Hepatotoxicity is an adverse effect of terbinafine, which is a common treatment for dermatophyte infection of the toenails. That's all for this review about terbinafine. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session from MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we would be thrilled if you would consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.